good morning. It's midday. Zog and I slept rather well in the tent last night. <laughs> You'd be glad to hear. And we've woken up to the usual Le Mans drama overnight. Nakajima's Toyota went out. see that big turning point in the race but yeah stopped out on track Audi took the lead but now things have changed again there's uh, problems with Christensen's car yeah he's, he's in the pit he's, he's he's just, been turbo in, changed. just been in to have his turbo changed wow. uh, so the number 20 Porsche has taken the lead Whoa. Porsche leads them all but there's an Audi a little over a minute behind chasing down hard and yeah. who knows I wouldn't be comfortable putting too much money on that leading Porsche we were 100% wrong weren't we but there you go that's Le Mans for you, you know, you know we, we said we thought Toyota were going to win and I think that was a good shout I think that was a good uh, call but it's a very tough race and we've seen what that thing happens you know and, and what happens when you've got these very tough racing conditions uh, cutting it from and racing for such a long period of time I can't remember when we ran through our picks for this race whether I actually mentioned that of course I'm following the number 51 AF course Ferrari 458 Italia I can't remember if I said that of course I am it's got Giancarlo Fisichella in it ex-Jordan driver and Gianmaria Bruni who I knew when he was a 19 year old a very very long time ago and they've been having a very good scrap with the 97 car of Darren Turner which is one of my picks one of your picks as well yeah but well, they've been uh, hanging up the GT race has been every bit as exciting they've been sharing the same bit of track well until we hit the sack weren't they it was pretty close there was a very good three way scrap at the front very close yeah anyway we're at the Porsche curve we're going to try and make our way up to the start finish straight and find somewhere to watch the end of the race and catch the atmosphere up there I'll leave you with a couple of moments of cars coming by how about this that was one of the Porsche 919s, that last one. And that was the Audi. It's one o'clock, there's two hours to go left for this race. Mark Webber, who was out in the Porsche 919, stopped somewhere out on the Mulsanne Strait. I'm not sure if he's managed to get going again, but when it looked like Porsche could nick this race, it's been nicked from them by some sort of gremlin. There was some belief that he may be running on electrical power only for a moment. Who knows? Le Mans, you know, you've got to be there on the last lap to win it, you know, and if you're, if you're not running at three o'clock, you're not going to win the race. Okay, I can see a monitor from my position where I am now, I'm actually by the Ford chicane, just up a little bit from the big wheel, there goes the Toyota whistling me past, uh, it's moving again, if that is an onboard shot, I can see then it looks like Weber's rolling again. They keep talking about these control on delete moments with these new complex, sophisticated cars where the only way to 
get them started again is to shut them off and restart them. Because the technology of these cars must be developed by Microsoft. So, what sort of speed is he doing and is he going to make it past me? Or am I watching another car on board? Difficult to read it from this position, but I'll let you know. The 24 hours. Yeah, the number 20 Porsches made it back to the pits. Mark Webber at the wheel at the moment, just past me, into the pit lane. Let's see what happens when they get to the garage. Do they wheel it into the garage and make some changes, or is there something that they can do when it sits in its box just outside? As the Audi leaves the pit... It's in, it's stopped. They're putting fuel in because they have to fuel the car before they can touch it. They're trying to maximize the efficiency of this stop, so whether it needs fuel or not, now is the time to fuel it. Can it run for one hour and 55 minutes to the end, I wonder? It's into the garage. They pushed it into the garage, and we wish them well because I want this race to go to the line can do that, even after 24 hours racing, and that is the beauty of Le Mans. I almost threw up for a moment there, because watching the monitor and the, the leading GTM Aston Martin came out of the pits and then suddenly stopped. I had butter butterflies. I think they pressed every button in that car and it fired up again and off he went. I was worried because that sort of breakdown immediately after you leave the pits means you've got a very long journey before you can get back in and get it fixed. Luckily, it's running. Phew. One hour left of this extraordinary 24-hour marathon demonstration of technology and sporting prowess and it looks like Zog that the winner is decided isn't it? Well with Audi running first and second that's looking uh, it's looking pretty good with only <laughs> to go but you know you, you, you never know True, it, it's still an hour to go stuff can still break unless uh, a car could spill oil on the track or get involved in an incident and take out one of those cars the Porsche that was in trouble earlier on has retired from the race it looks like they're going to run it at the end the number two Audi goes past silently you've got to hand it to Audi haven't you absolutely I mean they've proved over the years that they they know how to win this race it's not entirely in their hands of course you know yeah true if Toyota hadn't had their trouble I don't think Audi would be where they are Porsche it's harder to say I mean uh, they got close the Porsche's looking uh, yeah they both got close but in the end you know it's the Audis that are still there at the front of the race they've had less trouble overall and yep. they've had enough pace so I imagine the bobbly's on ice at least <laughs> there are 24 minutes left of the Le Mans 24 hours, the 80 second running here in 2014. 
and from my position here I can see the spirit of the Audi garage which has been broadcast on the large Diamond Vision screen opposite you can see they are all smiles they weren't the favourites Toyota were the favourites Porsche have what appear to be the quickest car and yet Audi have managed to put together a competitive package they've stayed mostly out of trouble and even when they did get into trouble with the number one car rebuilt it and sent it out and it's going to finish number two but with oh it's the number 12 Rebellion which is my Rebellion I forgot to mention that because it's got lovely Nick Heidfeld in it and Nicola Brost who's XA1 GP of course comes into the pits for its last splash and dash to make it round the circuit to be running at the end they're going to finish I think in fourth place and really well done Rebellion who are the uh, only team running in the LMP1L category without any hybrid power but they are running at the end and they're close to a podium how utterly wonderful for a privateer in the most challenging race in the world A little over three minutes remain of the Le Mans 24 hours. Porsche have just sent out one of their cars and they're running at the end. That looks like, is that Brendan Hartley driving the car? I can, no, no, that's not at all. I'm looking at completely the wrong monitor. That's a wonderful Corvette, Burbles Pass, and I have to say, I haven't mentioned how modern the new Corvette actually looks these days. It looks like a modern car, not the old brutish monster that was so impressive in its... Well, crudity is the wrong word, but it appeared crude. Now it looks like a more angled, modern car. So, well done, Corvette. I would imagine when the two Audis who are now running side by side come past this group of people where Zog and I are standing just before the grandstand at the start finish straight there's going to be a huge cheer because the number two Audi is driven by a Frenchman Benoit Trullier so in a race where we don't have Peugeot anymore, a Frenchman winning the greatest French motor race will be warmly received. Looking on the monitor now, I can see all the cars gathering as they can do at Le Mans. You realise in the last few laps that there's no way that someone who's several laps behind you can pass you. You might as well slow down and group your cars together. Everybody's standing now. It's very hard to stand for the full 24 hours. Wolfgang Ulrich on TV, smiling with a sense of achievement and pride when he had the might of Toyota and Porsche take on Audi's convincing mastery of Le Mans. And once again, Audi appear to have done it. In fact, I can't see anything going wrong as they complete this final lap I say that what if a meteorite struck all the other cars struck all the Audis what would that mean because you've got to be running at the end to be classified what a shame 
if it wasn't Tom Christensen who won on this occasion that would have given him 10 wins at Le Mans an incredible achievement but I'm sure his time isn't over yet Tom is uh, extremely competitive didn't win this year but he's the kind of guy he would call on if you want to win at Le Mans. Happy Zog? Always at the end of Le Mans. Yeah, it's yeah. a fantastic event. I'm a little bit unhappy on Toyota's behalf because I think they yeah. missed a terrific chance to win this race. Yeah. I think it'll be harder next year. Yeah. And I think they might feel that this is a chance that slightly got away from them. It just proves how smart you have to be to beat Audi. Well, but also, let's not forget that this is the first year of a lot of technical changes, you know, new hybrid systems, and those are being pushed to their limits. And so, you know, we're seeing that the best of the teams have had trouble with that. So, And it was an almost entirely dry race, so the cars are running at pace all the time. There wasn't very much time where they could take their foot off the throat. Here they are, here are the two Audis, the number two Audi leading the number one, followed by the number 14 Porsche running at the end, but not classified third, as Audi once again win Le Mans. Incredible! Almost against all odds. Congratulations to Audi. Marcel Fassler, André Lotter and Benoit Trullier, an international team of Swiss, German and French, the number two Audi. I met two lovely Porsches, the 92 and the 91 Porsche GTE cars go past me. What a race. Listen to the applause. Right, we're going to go and make our way up in a minute when all the cars are coming. There's the number eight Toyota. Well done, Anne Davidson. Well done. Still running at the end. In a slight change to the way things have worked at the end of the race previously, instead of the cars being pulled in as soon as they crossed the line, they went off to do an honour lap and here they come again the number two Audi with its door open Benoit Chollier followed by the number one Audi receiving the applause of the assembled masses the faithful who love this epic race although none of my LMP1 cars won the race for me this year I'm very pleased to report that Tony Valanda Gian Maria Bruni and Giancarlo Fisichella there he is right in front of me right now the number 51 AF Corse Ferrari wins in GTE Pro so at least I can go away from this race with one box tick unfortunately the number 35 car driven by Jan Mardenborough had problems, sparked with problems earlier on, which dropped it out of the race. What a shame, because Jan Mardenborough, what a drive from him. I know he's not really Welsh, but he's an adopted Welshman, and he sounds like a Welshman. And I always thought for a minute we might have had a Welsh win in its class at Le Mans. And that'll do me until such time as we put a Gareth Jones on speed team together to race here. Which, of course, only happens in dreams. Right, off up to the podium. Listen to the Corvettes. One last burp, maybe. 
No, they're off the throttle now as they whirble past me. See you under the podium, guys. The greatest race in the world on Gareth Jones on Speed. There it is, that famous full stop to the Le Mans 24 hours, which seems to have happened countless times, although I'm sure someone will actually tell me how many times Audi have won. Uh, was it 12 times in the last 14 years? Now 13 times in the last 15 years. I think that's right. Congratulations once again to the might of Audi, and they have to be mighty to win the mightiest motor race in the world. That's it from me and Zog. We are standing literally alongside the podium as the clock shows 24 hours and 26 minutes and 17 seconds since the start of this race. Incredible, eh, Zog? Fantastic. Always an amazing event. And so what do you reckon? Do you think we should come next year too? I think we might do. I think we might. I think we will. And hopefully you'll follow us too. Thanks for listening to me and Zog at Le Mans 2014. See you for the next Gareth Jones on speed. In fact, we can't actually just leave it there. There's always a come down period after Le Mans. And so to gently parachute you back to the ground, I'm going to leave you with a song. I noticed that Elbow have a new album out and they're writing about the same sort of things they always write about, waking up with hangovers, which is a bit like the hangover you get from Le Mans. So here's our version of Elbow. This is Funny Bone with another 24 hours. See ya. It's the day again. Just
get song lyrics join our facebook fan site follow us on twitter or to find out about sponsorship opportunities go to garethjones.tv gareth jones on speed is made in london by whiz bang gareth jones on speed